Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. We are back in the room once again to talk more about video games. And in this uh, end of year special, we're looking back on our highlights for 2020 gaming and possibly otherwise. But our main focus will be uh, our 2020 highlights for gaming. Um, what a year, 2020. What a blast. <laughs> Hey, come crack. Great, great year for gamers. Great year for gamers. Great year for, year for reality. I don't know. There's some, like, even for gamers, there's some really shit, like, stuff happened this year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's some really weird shit going on <laughs> that I've never seen before. Yeah. What the hell? Anyway, we, <laughs> we can get to all that later, maybe. Um, But it's also been a fantastic year. And we have talked about many of the games that came out this year. Um, in terms of quality, we've kind of we, we've been spoiled quantity. a little bit. Quantity, mm. quality, and quantum dream. <laughs> the three cues of gaming. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're going to talk about um, we, like we will. We've probably said it already. Our, our favorite games this year, but we'll briefly state it for the record one, after the music has started. And then we'll go into other topics such as our favorite gaming moments this year, our favorite gaming studio this year, uh, and other things we'd like to highlight that um, really stood out to us in the year. That's not specifically just a whole game, but some of the smaller minute details or some of the things that really excited us this year um, as we end it and move on to the next year. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, you can jump in on this conversation, of course, by jumping into the comments below to let us know what some of your 2020 gaming highlights or non-gaming highlights were, whether it's movies, TV shows, music, or whatever it was that you were exposed to in 2020. And if you're listening to us on audio platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and whatever else you're listening to, uh, you can get in touch with social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take, again, to let us know your 2020 highlights. Um, so without further ado... Let's talk 2020. It sucks, Rick. <laughs> it fucking sucked <laughs> i know i think we've all had gas year it's great like that every the end of every year because like 20 i don't know if it was worldwide felt it but 2018 there was like uh, 2019 i thought fucking hell i can't wait for this year to end and uh, look, really looking forward to the next year. And then 2020 comes along. It's just like, hold my beer. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just hope that 21. Yeah. Uh, no, 21. not likely. Like, 21's a likely. A meteor is going to hit and we're going to be having like a <laughs> yeah. fucking fallout or something. Well, the, the thing is. Fucking Cthulhu awakens. I feel like at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cthulhu rises from the ocean. Um, <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But I think think you're right. Like at the end of every year, you do go, oh well, hopefully next year will be better. Um, 
I think this time we're actually better prepared. Like, we already know we're going into kind of a shit year because we're like, well, it's like the vaccine's not ready. There's going to be more lockdowns. There's going to be more economic bullshit. I think a few countries are going into lockdown to, like now pretty much. And I think yes. we're talks for going to lockdown shortly. Straight after Christmas, we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we already kind of know we're in for another one. So mm-hmm. I think we're better prepared this time for, you know. But it's funny because I was writing on Christmas cards this year for people. And, uh, you know, you have a lovely Christmas. You know, it's like your usual (laughs) message is like wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I found myself writing wishing you a Merry Christmas and a way better New Year. (laughs) 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 It's like 2020. It's like last time when I wished you a New Year, I jinxed it. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Yeah. Before we talk about like our 2020 highlights. um. Do you think we'll be like back to normal by summer 2021? Or would that be hope. too optimistic? The That's hope. the hope. Yeah, I don't know. Hard to say. It is hard to say. I mean, back in class, Mar- like back that vaccine Mar- though is making its rounds though. It it is being um it is put being put out like so. Yeah, I think um, the the UK have gone with a different one. To the one we're, that... we're we're going with Pfizer, and then UK has to go with something else because Germany is like, ha, you oh, yeah, you can't have you're it. You're not, you're not allowed. Yeah, to have that's it. a bit weird, isn't it? The EU like, are know... distributing in 27 countries on the same date, all yeah. at once, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I suppose it's gonna be a long process of everyone actually getting. I've already tested, and it was funny actually. There was one. There was like a TV host or some some celebrity person, like I can't remember who it was, but uh, they they went to get the vaccine, but they always faint at needles. They can't help it; every needle they'll faint. Yeah, so they, they did get the injection, they faint, and then they're like there's people in comms going, "Oh no, the vaccine doesn't work; it makes oh. you faint." It's just all that shit. Like it's like, and Ian McKellen got it. Good yeah. man, he's gonna live forever. Hopefully, I jinxed it now. He's gonna die, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's 2021 is gonna fucking suck because we're gonna Ugh. lose certain cannon or something. That would be awful. <gasps> I'd hate that. I'm not. Do you, do you ever feel that way? It's like because you know certain obviously uh, actors or musicians or anyone you look up to, at some point, much like family members, we're going to lose them. And do you ever look at the ones who are very old and go, I'm really worried because like it's not that it's way way off. You forget like that? Yeah, like the yeah. minute the minute celebrity started to die, I was a bit like shit. Their immortality is gone. They don't have like the blood of Icar anymore. Yeah, it's like like, like like Christopher Lee shocked the hell out of me. But then when you if you look back, it's think about it, it's like a shouldn't have really. Yeah, you know, he's that, he was a very old man but, and he had done yeah, a lot. Yeah, Christopher Lee didn't shock me. It was obviously shit. See him go. Yeah, uh, yeah. What did shock me just because like because I, I I would kind of. Uh, not follow Christopher Lee, obviously, because I don't think he was on social media, but at least be very aware of, like, watching him talk and sh- things like that. Ian Holm surprised me. Oh, yeah, that I didn't... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was just wasn't aware of how quickly Old he deteriorated. He yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, that Sean Connery... Year, uh, yeah, they're about year. Yeah. yeah, Sean Connery did as well. I, I, I think it's really like if you don't old. hear from them for a while, you kind of assume everything's okay as well. You could just kind yeah. of go, oh, yeah, there's probably a movie coming down the pipeline, you know. But, living, and... living the life, and then. Yeah. Wait, and then not. Did Chad, 
Chadwick Boseman died this year or last year? This well, that year. was this year. Yeah, that was that, really. That sh- was really. I did not realize. Yeah. Fair play to the man. He was fighting cancer for like During every filming? film he made. Yeah. Yeah. And he's made a few as well, so there are a few going to come out with him in it. Yeah. Not fair play to him, like Jesus. They're um. Yeah, they're they're going ahead with Black Panther too. Uh, mm-hmm. They have like a date for it and stuff. So I, I'm I, I am curious as to um. I assume it's his sister. What they're going to do there. Like the character? I don't know. Doesn't yeah. She, doesn't she become one in the comics? Uh, I feel like they're going to pass it on to her, but they still need to do something with that character, it. right? A transition. Well, they might so, CGI him, right? Like the way they've been like doing certain, like Leia yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they might. And I, I imagine their CGI has come quite a long way since. Yeah. As long Crazy. as it doesn't look like Black I Panther one, <laughs> his name was uh, one of the tributes at the end of Spider Man Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was like a really nice touch uh, yeah, to good. do that. And as I well, was actually expecting more. I was expecting more of a kind of a uh, reference in the game, but perhaps, perhaps the game named after him. Is that actually named after him, or is that a genuinely a street called that though? No, no, no. It's named after him. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I, I did come across the Stan Lee statue. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now that we're on the topic of games that came out this year, yeah. <laughs> that being one of them, um, let's first of all state it for the record in case anyone has missed any of the last few episodes or it might be their first time hearing us. Um, which the big one is what was our favorite game, twenty twenty? So Erica, I come to you first. Uh, that would be Ghost of Tsushima, cause yeah. that blew me away from the minute it started to the minute it ended. I absolutely loved the shit out of that game. Everything. I'm pretty sure the first time we talked about it, I was like, haikus, amazing. Taking a bath in the wild, fantastic. Like that was the shit yeah. that like I just really got me excited. It was like just doing like just, just mundane ordinary, stuff. Yeah, just ordinary <laughs> samurai stuff. Like, oh, I'm a samurai. I'm if only you could logs. make uh, tea and, and work in the rice paddies, that would be fucking... Ah, oh, that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> that'd be Sims perfected. Sims yeah. feudal, feudal Japan class. Working in... So, uh, <laughs> funny, I could feel like my hands are really being worked to the bone here. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what that'd be like on PS5. <laughs> Yeah, hands worked to the moon. No, but just like when, when you're draw, when you're drawing the sword. Have you not like, played you it yet on PS5? No, I haven't. Actually, I've been I've been busy with Demon Souls. What? PS5. Wrong. Get that in there. I, it did get it did get a slight update where um, it doesn't really take on. I don't think it takes on any of the kind of PS5 kind of features and stuff like that. Mm. But it does play at like a locked 60 FPS. So yeah. it's really really smooth I'm, gameplay. I'm I'm pretty sure games that play at 60 frames per second like bloodshot my eyes because after i was like i was playing demons or it could just be the fact that i played for demon i, played I don't think demon souls, souls two 60. days is it not no I okay think that's then it's just playing games two days straight in a row yeah definitely good dude. that's you're, you're just not know. blinking <laughs> it's yeah. like clock, you're like clockwork <laughs> orange just you're not oh. blinking and you're constantly being killed <laughs> that's what happens when you see you died 20 million times yeah. <laughs> how hard is it uh, not that bad. Really? Yeah. It's actually, I, I prefer it to, to Bloodborne and Dark Souls because I actually know what's going on in the game. The game oh, actually good. has a, a very structured, well, not a structured story. You have to go all over the fucking place. I had to look up what order do you play the game in because I was a bit like, 
this bit seems a little hard. And then it's like, no, you're not supposed to do that area. You first have to do this area. Oh, it's ah. gated. Level huh? gated. Yeah, no, it's kind of, so you have like these, these five art stones in your nexus and you have to do the first one. Uh, but then all the others you can kind of do in whatever order you want. But there is actually a specific order of what would be the easiest way to do it. All right. So it's just about you trying to figure out what's the best order to do it in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but awesome. yeah, the, 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 the story is actually. Is that kind of reminds me of. Uh, remember Final Fantasy X 2? When you oh, get yeah, to choose yeah. locations yeah. you go to. Oh, yeah. And if you go to Xanarkand too early, like you get absolutely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That I remember that. ages to figure out. <laughs> it's like I want to go there. Yeah. It's like Why this... are these enemies hard? <laughs> <laughs> this is where the story is. Um, the is are you is David Souls then your favorite Souls game so far that you've played? Like yeah. that, that style. Uh, I've, I've Souls started playing. So to call it. Se- uh, Sekiro, Bloodborne, Dark Souls Three, and Demon Souls. And yeah, this because Blue Point did a fantastic job with it. Yeah, yeah. Then I like, hope that rumor is true. Mm-hmm. I hope the rumor of them making Metal Gear Solid is true. Mm. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, because they did a really just be- good job. Just because, like, it is. Not only did it look great, but I've heard people say it's very faithful. Like Demon Souls, it's like it still plays like. Yeah, ads uh, for so, some that's been a complaint because they're so used to the the kind of advancements, the um, what they call it, the uh, like kind of quality of life improvements that you get in games uh, oh, from, right. from the other ones. But this yeah. one has done away with all of them to be way more faithful to the absolute to the original. So yeah, I'm cool with that. Supposedly, it's very brutal in terms of how far back you have to start again if you die. Is that true, Eric? Oh, are we talking about Demon Souls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought we were still. We, I thought we were talking about Metal Solid. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's very few checkpoints. Oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. So you get one at the start of the area, and then if you want another one, you have to kill the boss. Okay, wow. Fucking hell. Yeah. So it's like, it is dungeon by dungeon, nearly. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Whereas I think, isn't, um, isn't the newer ones, they're not as they, brutal as that? They will, they will have checkpoints along the way, yeah. building up to the bosses. Yeah. So for some, that's been a complaint because they're used to the newer ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I like their um, their approach here to be faithful well, to the original. Like, because yeah. if, if, if it turns out that they're making Metal Gear Solid, it's like, oh, do I have to call... Mei Ling to save, please tell me I have to call Mei Ling to save. <laughs> I want to call Mei Ling to save. Are they gonna do then the the look to top down then as well? Well, it hasn't been confirmed yet. Nothing's been. No, confirmed. but I imagine they, they gonna, wouldn't. They're... No, I don't think they would do that. I'd say, they, I'd say it'll be like over shoulder. Shit, shit, get that shooting. I want. I want to be that. I don't know where I'm aiming, and I'm just going ah. <laughs> but they would have to change up quite. A, they would have to change up quite a bit. Like they would have to add like more enemies in a location and you know put a larger emphasis on stealth i imagine yeah it'd yeah, be really definitely. cool yeah kind of like the, the the last of us in that way you know like yeah. much more pr- patrolling going on and you actually have to keep moving and um to stay in cover and stuff i would actually think uh take taking a a page out of last of us book is not a bad idea um because like the last of us probably took a page out of Metal Gear Solid's book, you know, originally. So yeah, yeah. these things go hand in hand. It's like developments of the stealth genre. Um, mm-hmm. so it's it wouldn't I, that wouldn't dissuade me at all. I'd be like, oh, cool, that sounds good. That'd be a good improvement. Um, yeah. More so than like the Twin Snakes, although I really enjoyed playing it, took a much more uh, action approach as opposed yeah, yeah, to a yeah. stealth approach. Yeah. But I would prefer much more stealth. I think. 
I would as well for this one. Plus, we already have the Twin Snakes as a remake of it, and it's a different vibe. I I love the Twin Snakes. I think it's great crack. It's a John. But it's a John it's Woo a way, kind of approach, yeah, isn't it? But it's a great way to experience that story if you find that the PS One is just too chalky, too blocky for you. Right. It is a great way to experience the story. Like it's more, it's accessible and easy to play. Um, but yes, I don't want this one to be like that one, but just better graphics again, where it's like a, a remake of Twin Snakes, nearly. Like I, I would like a different approach to it. Um, Adam, what was your favorite game of 2020? Uh, I think it was Five Five Seven Remake for me. You think? I think so. I don't know. Uh, well, I I enjoyed quite a lot this year. Between I, I that, quite... book snacks. <laughs> I, I got yeah. Bug snacks was good. Um, <laughs> Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I quite liked uh, Doom Eternal. I haven't cleared it, but the 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 gameplay I just loved so much. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I prefer FF Seven over that. But uh, Ghost of Tsushima was a surprise. That was a really really enjoyable game. But yeah. uh, I think for me, it took quite a bit for the story to get really good in Ghost. So. Uh, yeah, FF7 remake. It's yeah. just fucking hell. I loved every moment of it, and uh, there wasn't a single moment I was disappointed with, like at all. None. You know? Yeah, no, because like some people were kind of disappointed by the ending, and it's like I wasn't. I, I absolutely I, loved I, it. Some people really hated the honeybee honeybee in, and I was like, don't give a fuck. I'm all in on this. Some people really <laughs> hated Roach, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm all in on this. Like I just loved everything about that game. Wow. I. I like yeah i i think at first i would i did not like the ending because i was like this is not a remake i'm still be all pissy about it yeah but then no like i think when chris was saying that like now they can do whatever they want it's like actually yeah that is true so that does kind of make it more intriguing that now they can do whatever they want and i love i love the jobs because i was chapter four to chapter seven i'm fucking boring as fuck they're amazing it makes and you watch really that hard it, it makes it really hard because i want to play the whole game from beginning to end because the beginning is so good yeah the beginning is amazing heaven and from chapter heaven eight heaven onwards heaven it's so heaven good heaven but it's just four to seven are just so boringly shit they're not they're amazing <sighs> they are I That's fair wanna, all i want to do is just pick flowers with Aerith. <laughs> no 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 chapter eight is good which is when Aerith is introduced so when's four again i'm after getting them mixed up Four is is when Roach is introduced and you find out about Jesse's background and everything. Oh yeah, just, that's great. That's amazing. Uh, I don't oh, know. It's just you get that bike chase mission. Yeah. yeah, you can skip it though. Jesse's backstory about being from the, like what, the only, be an actress the only, on the Gold Saucer is amazing. That is so it, good. The, the only good thing about it, but when you've experienced it the first time, it's kind of like okay, well now I've, now I've seen it. Like the only thing's kind of. That's like the rest good. of the game. You've seen it. Okay. Ah, no. <laughs> Some moments are just ah. But uh, yeah, but the end, I was because I I guess when I was playing it, I was like I I, I know I know where this is going to end because it, it lo- logically makes sense to end it when they leave Midgar, basically, like the end yeah. of Midgar. And uh, I was just thinking about. I did have hopes though. Well, I I, I was just like, you <laughs> I know, had hopes. I was like, could I you know, imagine? I know how it ends and whatever. Uh, but I was like, I, I would just be so wonderful to have a fucking badass like adventure and style fight against Sephiroth. And yeah. I know it's not going to happen, but it would be so amazing. And yeah. then it happened, yeah. and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing ever. I just couldn't believe it. I I I lost so much to that fight because I couldn't concentrate because I was so excited. 
you know? <laughs> I was just blown away by it. Couldn't believe it. Love it. They that fucking amazing yeah. rendition of the fucking... Is it the, the theme from the Forgotten Capital? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll and just... When, like, when he talks particularly, uh, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, like, the cinematics now were great. The, the, all the characters were done fucking beautifully. I just can't wait to see what the, they do the, with him in terms of, like, this... Uh, was a safer Sephiroth and stuff like that? Yeah, because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how's here, that all gonna work? Here, they've portrayed him to be an absolute god and now they have to go even further with that imagery like way further yeah. it's going to get insane he's yeah. going to have eight wings instead of six maybe yeah he might 25 uh, wings um five out seven remake was also my favorite game of 2020 followed closely by ghost of tsushima if it was like two it's those two mm-hmm. uh ghost of tsushima was of all the kind of of the games that I like, I didn't think I'd like Ghost of Tsushima as much as I did. I knew I was interested in it, and I knew it looked cool. Mm-hmm. But I did not think it was going to be as good as it actually is. Mm-hmm. And it was probably the biggest surprise this year. Like, it was just, it, it blew me away with yeah. what they did. And it got better and better. And that doesn't always happen, where a game gets better and better the more you play it. Sometimes, yeah. like, all the good stuff is at the front, and then you're just invested enough that you want to finish it. They actually got like they actually paced themselves. They went, "Hey, hey, we should put this in." Ah, hold up, hold up, hold up. We'll build up to it. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll build up to it. We'll introduce a ghost dance when they're like thirty hours in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like we'll like really. It was just ah, so good. I I love that shit. Um, that's one seven, of those games. Eight, I think yeah. as well. Ghost of Stream is one of those games that I think uh, doesn't look as. It plays better than it looks, right? Because I remember. Right, when yeah. you got it, uh, I saw the start of it, and I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I. It's not as enjoyable to watch someone play, but when you are in control of the character, it's mm. just so enjoyable. It makes you feel like a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> as well, if you, you feel if you, like if, a katana. I think if you just watch the start, if you watch someone play the start, it does look like, uh, and I'm not trying to bash, but it does look like an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Yeah. And for some people, that might be exactly what they were hoping for. And then the good news is there is elements of that. And mm. it's, it's it, I would argue, better than any Assassin's Creed game that's ever been made. Um, but if you're not looking for that, there is also enough different about it that it does... It, it's not an Assassin's Creed copy. It is definitely its own identity and its own thing. Yeah. So it's, yeah, they, they just pulled off something amazing with it. Um, but 7 Remake, guys, come on. Right. What a game. Uh, one, what a game. One, one an award at the game awards, huh? It won two, I think. Best RPG yeah, and best score. Best RPG and best oh. score. That's I love that. One of my like favorite moments in that game is like, you know, when you're like uh, doing the bit with the, you know, the kids, they have the little hideout area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and what makes that section for me is just that rendition of the 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 tune at that point, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the Final Fantasy tune. Uh, it's just I I the score is the star of the show. Like yeah, it's amazing. It's it's amazing, from start to finish. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It's uh, I, I bought it. I bought the score on its own. I bought, it's just yeah. it's it's incredible. It's so good. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, yeah like hanging out with hanging out with Aerith like made my day. Because I think again, even the first time I was playing it, 
like going through the train tracks went on for so long and then going underneath the plates went on for so long that I was getting a bit bored. Uh, chapter 7 was really boring for me, but fighting Airbuster was great. And then it was seeing Aerith, seeing the church, the flowers, the music kicks in. When Reno comes in, then you got that music and just going through the sacrifice slums to get to the town. All of that was like, this is fantastic. And just the, the interactions between Cloud and Aerith, like Aerith's little kind of snark, not snarky, kind of. Oh, what's what's the term kind of the... a tongue in cheek kind of a yeah that, yeah she has yeah. A, like really tongue yeah I thought it was just made put a, such a smile on my face I was like I don't want this to end yeah I just want to just want to hang out with her for like a whole and day sometimes that's great. it isn't it like like the the combat is amazing in it but sometimes just the smaller moments mm. are, are some of the finer moments even in the game um yeah. speaking of moments mm. uh, well, yeah what was your what do you think was your favorite gaming moment this year or you can list off a couple if you want to come to mind but yeah um eric okay uh so i'll start with i'll start with ghost tsushima and it would probably when you do get ghost dance because i wasn't expecting yeah i was because i was thinking myself wouldn't it be cool like i think when adam was talking about wouldn't it be cool to fight separate without in advent children like style and then half of her so for me it's been like this game kind of feels like it needs a sort of, you know, hit multiple enemies at once thing. Because it just feels like that's the expert thing now. If you're an expert character, Batman had his fear takedowns. Uh, Sam Fisher has his mark and execute. Yeah. Uh, John Marston and Arthur Morgan had their dead eye. It just feels like so if you're like an expert at something, you have that sort of multiple takedown. And then just that bit when you have that siege, and I thought the siege was great. And yeah, then you yeah. get the, And then you get the ghost dance. And you're just like, oh, oh yeah, and you just like, slight, and it's all black and white and stuff like that. And, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so stylistic everybody. as well. It's so yeah. cool. Oh, I moment. mean, I, I probably could name several moments from Ghost of Tsushima that were great. Uh, like when you poison everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, when spoiler alert, uh, Taka dies. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it went to. There was some emotional depths in the yeah. game that I wasn't expecting at all at all at all uh, yeah. and spoiler alert again uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> who's fighting, just ruin the game fighting. on you um, the, the end the very end actually so I won't I won't spoil it actually because yeah yeah yeah, yeah the final fight good. that, that final really fight final is really good, good. good. But, yeah, really good but the moment that really got me for 2020 is from Final Fantasy 7 yeah and it's again when you're with Aerith and you turn that corner, and you see her house, and her music plays. Oh, it's getting me wild up again. So beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is. It is wonderfully oh. done. <laughs> it's beautiful. The minute you see it, and the music starts playing, and it's like a piano rendition, and you can see the I water. Played is, I think, get me. And as well, but like you can see, it's like it's so beautiful, and you're like, this is what I'm fighting like, for. The world is missing. Yeah, it's it's the yeah. Shire. It's the it's like, you know, Aerith just like simple, you know, plants and the planet. And this is, and it's what Barrett's fighting for. This mm. is what Shinra is killing. This place is like the last example of what Midgar and the surrounding area used to look like. Mm. Yeah. It's amazing. It's quite, um, um, just the, the message and story of the game. Not I, I imagine the writers probably didn't have any kind of political message involved in it, but it's kind of an age-old tale, you know? There's yeah. always... I think that story is always going to exist, whether it's 
turning into an industrial revolution or the burning of oil or the deforestation or whatever like that message always seems to be like prevalent as years go on it's like the destroying of the the world for the improvement of industry <laughs> well the only thing is like as strong as it is in seven remake i don't think they stress it as strongly as they did in the original and in the original yes, yes. but in yes. the original even that first even that midgar section you don't think so original, no i don't think so it's so strong and it's so dark and it's so gloomy and just that message of like like it's very it's plain and simple it's like we're killing the planet if we kill the planet we're gonna die too so i guess it's um stop and think about i i think that that could be one little gripe i would have with it if i was to have one is barrett's delivery of that section it was probably played for comedic purpose nearly oh cloud and jesse are a bit like yeah whatever you know which would be cloud's reaction but wasn't to what he was saying but how he was saying it i think Mm. yeah 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 you can't really take his message seriously but, but i do like that they portrayed um apparently there's like avalanche is a big organization and barish is an extremist who yeah, was, that was a good, communicated good from little, avalanche like that's a really good yeah. little like take on the character definitely yeah. considering his his uh his backstory etc yeah if you know all that as well like yeah. there is that's the thing if you that game is better if you know the lore it is it is much better if you know the original. But I think it's all going to come to surface as well. Oh, like it will. Of course it will. The other ones. Yeah, yeah. But it's just that you you notice the subtle nuances and the little things that they're doing. And you're like, yeah. oh, my God. That is a reference to what I know. Much <laughs> like, like, really good. Much like uh, which would be one of my favorite gaming moments of 2020, uh, Astro's Playroom. Yes. That <laughs> game... <laughs> Is very enjoyable, but way better if you're a PlayStation fan. Yes. Yeah. If you know PlayStation's history, uh, the the shitty peripherals they had over the years, uh, all the different games that existed on the platform, um, the changing of their logo, the fucking T-Rex tech demo. Like I had, um, yeah, I was like showing a friend, um the the game and we went through the whole thing yeah and they didn't even recognize the t-rex demo because when they had the ps1 in their childhood they had it at a later stage where you didn't get the tech demo with it. right yeah yeah they never experienced the t-rex so that was a piece of history like i, I kind of told them about but that's how in-depth that tech that fucking built-in demo is essentially this playroom is like it's well deep in in playstation it's a, history it's a virtual museum for playstation like a virtual yeah. fun museum but the fact that it's built into it and comes free with the ps5 like already installed on it and it's one of the best ps5 games out there <laughs> so far yeah. you know what i mean like it's like fantastic. I, was just, I was really really impressed what like it's the interactions with the dual sense is what i think like yeah. the rain feeling the rain mm. on the controller like the and the, the triggers as well like when you when you pull the the fucking like the claw machine and you crush the little balls to get the collectibles yeah. the pressure on the actual trigger to actually crush it like that's so impressive like it just puts a smile on your face when you play it um 
what a great moment. Yeah, I would agree. Like, um, if I had, if if say we were doing like a, a top three or top five, whatever gaming moments this year, Astro's Playroom would be up there for me. Um, up sure. well, yeah. Er- Eric Eric saw me play it for the first yeah. time. I was like an absolute child, just <laughs> giggling yeah. and losing my mind every time it showed me a new feature with the controller. I was like, I can't believe yeah. this, and it went hand in hand with um, like it was just the perfect way to like the perfect first thing to do with your new console because yeah. you had this new console and this game that blows your mind as well and it's just like i can't believe i have this like this like, is just the, the bit you really lost to that was when you had the blow on the microphone oh my god <laughs> <laughs> which i know like yeah that's probably like one of the easier things that it's able to pull off yeah yeah but there was just such a connection between you know me the controller and the screen and it happening yeah. sync and stuff that it just you know, it, it there was no delay or anything like that. It was instantaneous, and it just it was amazing. Even as well, um, you know, when you collect one of the little uh, consoles or, or collectibles that you get, mm-hmm. and then it's the controller in your hand, and if you just move the controller around, like it moves as well. And for a second, it felt like I was holding a PlayStation in my hand. Like it's yeah, just, yeah. it's so weird, but it's. They just nailed something in terms of sensation. Um, yeah, it's a good moment. It wouldn't mind. be my favorite moment of 2020, but it, it's up, definitely up there. I think my favorite moment of 2020 gaming is... Um, and even though other ex- experiences might have been more fun or more epic or whatever, but just the one that had the biggest emotional reaction from me is my first time seeing the Final Fantasy set. <laughs> remake opening i knew you were gonna say yeah, that mine mine is the logo the minute the logo comes down i just couldn't believe it last shit i was just like this is this is i i remember like ash looking at me going are you gonna cry and i was like, just just leave me alone for a second <laughs> you don't know <laughs> good you know, good, know what this means. good good thing she wasn't with me then but i was playing it yeah it's the way the orchestra swells at that moment for me like and then the the moment the logo hits in like that's such a good mo- <laughs> 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 oh, we have to play this again when it kicked up there it's not that like like there like if anyone thinks that the logo is the best part of the game we're not saying that at all at all but that moment sealed the deal for me that this is real. This is yeah. happening, and I am actually playing it. And they have remade, and you know, and then you can get into and it's good a whole conversation about what it actually is and what a remake is slightly misleading or whatnot. But they really did it. They really redid these characters and the fucking combat. Oh my god! I could talk about it forever. But anyway, so those are some of our favorite games. Because like we've been like waiting for it for so long. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you've been waiting for something as, like that for as long as we have, um, like it would it does have that feeling. Like people are that excited, I guess, like for like even the next Marvel or next Star Wars. And it's like, and we have to wait longer oh, than yeah. that, you know? And it's it's great that it is amazing based on like we've seen what happens when like a company is like waiting really long to bring out something and then it and then when it doesn't deliver how how really pissed off everyone could be about that yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. true we have 
So we were we were quite lucky that Final Fantasy Seven yeah. did well. Yeah, and, like, and there was controversy around it for sure. The ending was oh, yeah. there is bugs. There's there bugs. Are, yeah, our yeah. issues, but the pros far outweigh the cons. I feel yeah. on that game. Um, there was a category that I actually saw um listed around on other sites that wasn't in the game awards that I'd love to see what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was gaming studio of the year. Like, you know the way, like, because they give an, a, an award for best director, best narrative, uh, best mm-hmm. score, you know, which are different aspects and, and people who worked on it. Best studio, I actually think that's one that should have been acknowledged. It's actually a very good, um, you know, I, I, I think if a studio overall worked really hard on something or, or delivered really well on something, I feel like they should be commended for it. And so if that was a category at the Game Awards, who do you think... Um, like who do you feel deserves to be the best game? I feel like they would they would give it to Naughty Dog anyway. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, we don't even have to but, think about what would critics do this time. This is yeah. just who do you, who do you actually feel was the best gaming studio? I mean, again, I'd probably give it to Sucker Punch. Yeah, probably Sucker Punch. I'd agree a hundred percent. Sucker Punch, definitely. I mean, and then like, even that the that free multiplayer, multiplayer yeah. on top of what was already a complete perfectly made fucking like barely any you know I, I I never had a drop in well I barely ever had a drop in frame rate and I don't think I experienced bugs I know some people did which is not unusual in an open world game but for an open world game and on launch this game performed spectacularly yeah yeah and the, like the updates that it gets is, is really good so like yeah, the yeah. La- latest one. Yeah, yeah, really good. Like I feel like they really just good. really looked after. What's its latest one? Um, oh. you can get four kind of, uh, four unlockable costumes, right? But they're are they just for legends or is it for? I don't know, but they're themed. Uh, they're I themed, think, yeah. I think they are just for legends. So, uh, they, they would be like a set of armor. Do you ever, do you ever get the Sly Cooper armor set? In the Me? game? No, no, no. no? Okay. Oh, so know. it's like. It's like a like so you'd have uh the samurai armor but with like blue cloth underneath. Okay. Um and you would have the katana where the the saya the the kind of the sheath would look like the the kind of raccoon tail. Alright. <laughs> and then you have uh like a, a a mask going across the like a bandana kind of mask. So that's like that set would like kind of represent the Sly Cooper set right yeah right so now they have one where it represents the character uh there's a god of war style Ooh, armor set okay. yeah. a horizon zero dawn kind of archery set yeah um there's a shadow of the colossus looking assassin kind of armor set, set. Oh. and uh, then there's a yeah bloodborne inspired ronin set yeah Ah, uh, they're well, yeah, they're definitely they're legends. legends then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, they're class. fucking. They are cool. That's that's cool to kind of get that. Like that's the, another free update. Yeah, they're just they're free. Like any other company would charge for this shit. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, like, yeah, I think it's a real statement against the whole games and service thing. They're like, we yeah. are against that whole mantra. We are making a game. We're making a full game, and people who buy it are going to be rewarded for buying our game. And it would and it would encourage people to buy it if they hadn't already because oh, they're like God, oh yeah. look at all this more free more shipping yeah. yeah yeah 
I like, can see them. Amazing. I can see them coming out with another kind of DLC and uh, and charging at some point. But that'd be but so every, then you know pay. just because of the stuff that you've been getting for free that that's going to be a substantial uh, like content to to pay for. It'd be yeah. worth paying for. Yeah, I mean this this yeah. is this game is the the Witcher tree of 2020. In a way, I th- yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. In in the same way as when you know during the Witcher trees time, um, you know CD Projekt Red, you know were obviously commended for the way they handled that game, the things they put out. Yeah. It obviously got them a huge reputation as a trusted company. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah. change. <laughs> like, apparently, like, apparently like it works fine on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Doesn't. <laughs> I like I like the studio as well that did uh, Among Us. Ah, huh? oh Among oh, Us, yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. like they were like obviously they made that game what's it, like 2018 or something like that when they released it. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were about to release the second one, and then when the, once this blew up, they were like, "Okay, no, let's keep adding stuff." So they've they've released yeah. a, a a new map for Among Us, yeah. um, new player area and stuff like that. And, and I feel uh, like everyone, January, like, like, whether you're into games or not, like everyone was just playing Among Us, like during during this. Everyone was. It's even it's a fun spectator sport. It is, yeah, yeah. I like watching the, people play it. Fun, the real fun aspect, I mean, it's the thing, isn't it? It's like, it's a small and cartoon and animated, but in concept, it's the thing. Yeah. And someone is the thing. And then you're trying to figure out who the thing is amongst the crew. Like, that's... Yeah. Uh, you know. I'm, I'm a very good imposter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I think I did one game, like, two nights ago, and my imposter, my other, my teammate, like, left at the start of the game. So I was on my own and still won. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what was, uh, i just curious. What, what, can you just remember, like, what was your funniest gaming moment this year? Oh, Honey Bee In. Really? Oh, it's hilarious, because it's just so Japanese. <laughs> I love I like this the, That's That's probably the one part of the game I hate. I, I hate it. I pissed myself off about it, because I was like, oh, here we, here we are with this. This is ridiculous. Because I, I personally felt like it didn't really go one way or the other. Like, I feel like it didn't commit to, like, it's like, either embrace the fact that you're trying to send a social message and it's, like, a good thing or something, or go full on, we're, we're totally taking the piss. I, f- I felt like it was dipping its toe in, in, in both bottoms, but not fully committing to doing one of them. And yeah. I feel like, you just fucking go for it, will you? It's a game. Just go for or- it. One or the other, do it. Actually, another another funny game moment was when Chris figured out he had to blow into the microphone. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's just very made me laugh fucking loads. I think as well, um, I had great fun, um, playing, which is not a 2020 game, but I was playing it in 2020 at the very start of the year, uh, playing Resi 2. Oh yeah. And Eric being my guide, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so so Mr. X is gone now. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's gone, he's gone, he's fine. Uh, just uh, just open that door. It's like, yeah, okay, okay, here I go. I'm opening the door. Yeah, just do it quickly, though. No, yeah, why? Just do it quickly. Will you please do it quickly? He's like, I'm trying to do it quickly. He's like, Chris, just do it quickly. And it turns out Mr. X is walking behind me. Like, oh, and there's a whole moment where you have to, like, escape him. It's chasing you. And I'm like, you fucker, you fucker. He's still here. He's like, yeah, he's still here. Just fucking go. 
And as soon as I got out, I was like, okay, so that's the last time. You're like, yeah, sure, that's the last time for now. <laughs> I was like, I want to know, am I free of him or not? I was like, yeah, at the moment. <laughs> yeah, just hurry up to the door, Chris, and then Mr. X won't get you. Oh, yeah, but... yeah actually, speaking of Mr. X, that was not really funny, but it's just because I played Resident Evil 3 this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. The, the harder, the, if you make that game harder, Mr. X gets, not Mr. X, Nemesis gets faster. To the point of when it's I was playing, already fast enough. I know, but at the point of I was playing Inferno, I like which is the hardest difficulty and is just ridiculous. I kind of turned back just to look and just to kind of shoot at, uh, at Nemesis. But when he was running at me, because they made him faster, it just looks like as if they turned him on like like a four times multiplayer. So he's kind of like like he just kind of <laughs> doesn't really look like he's moving. It just looks like he's skipping along the road. And it's just like That's what silly. the fuck. I was stressed watching Eric play that. That was... Um, Adam, do you have a funniest gaming moment? And then maybe we'll go on to scariest gaming moment since we brought up the, the Resident Evil games. I think Fall Guys was probably... My, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I just yeah. had such a good blast with that. Like, that was so funny watching people because there's a knack to it, I think. And it takes a while for people to get that. They're like, I press jump, I press jump, and they're getting fucking flung around the map. Like, and uh, there's so many times i nearly got that crown as well and just the kind of rage quitting side of it is kind of funny as well yeah yeah uh, it's fun watching people play it <laughs> it is it's good crack i remember like yeah it's just a good laugh there's something funny about fucking trying to do something that's really hard to do but there's like a but it's but there's a funny element to it it's not just mm. like i'm punishing you it's just like this is ridiculous <laughs> but if it's if it should be simple as well like if the yeah, concept yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple, the concept is simple but it's actually hard to pull off. <laughs> it's just a, it's yeah. a timing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. That actually, uh, I I played earlier this year as well. Um, which is it is a last year game, but um, the Untitled Goose game. Uh, oh yeah. That that was fucking funny. <laughs> That's that worth cool. Someone has played that. What? What did you play? Two I was about to say two goose for his geese, right? <laughs> <laughs> you play as two geese. Two goose. <laughs> two goose. <laughs> <laughs> there's two who's about this who's and then what did, did they just go around stealing people's hats and shit yeah you do the Same activities time. together yeah wow yeah. unless there's new i haven't played it i just know that there that's that's a mode but maybe there's new tasks or something i don't know i'd say there would be that involves two like that you can only do it with two then you know specific ones maybe I'd say it'd be I don't like a like a multiplayer where it's like a sixteen v sixteen goose fight like <laughs> trying to get all these terribles before the other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Geese <laughs> running around all over the place. <laughs> um, <laughs> or if like, or if uh, if you were if one pl- one team was the uh, locals and the other team was the go- geese and oh, then yeah. uh, the locals have to try to stop the geese without from hitting taking the yeah. stuff. It becomes yeah. like plants versus zombies, but it's like <laughs> versus geese. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah there was there a t-shirt, wasn't there, for, for Goose Game? There was what? There was like a t-shirt. Like, I think you, you oh, suggested yeah. the ash. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just has, it oh, just I have it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says honk, but yeah, it's actually the, it's a bad idea. That one. It's like, it's like a, <laughs> it's a poster, <laughs> but it's like the it's goose like and it says honk on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I had suggested it for Ash, actually, because she was playing the Goose game, and I was like, this is great, crack. And then, oh, you should get this T-shirt, you'd love it. And she was like, I am not 
getting that t-shirt. I was like, why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you put a honk across a woman's chest, it's, <laughs> it's otherwise suggestive, you know. <laughs> it's not the same as when you just put it on a man's chest and it's like, oh, it's a reference to Doom, you know. Yeah. Um, what was the scariest gaming moment this year? Hmm. Hmm. Well, come on, Eric. I mean, you you definitely played some scary shit this year. He doesn't yeah. get scared. Oh, I suppose, no, I don't, yeah. I don't get scared. Um. He just cries. <laughs> yeah, I'm all scared out. Now I just cry. Right. <laughs> you should get that as a tattoo. Uh, Only games can judge me. Written like a gangster. I mean, like Nemesis is pretty, pretty kind of on edge, but then you can get used to him pretty quickly. Yeah, well, you can maybe. I. But then, as far as when I'm playing it like five times in a row in one day, yeah, you can get used to the guy pretty quickly. Fucking hell! How long are your days? <laughs> well, they're 24 hours, kind of like any other day. Uh... Oh, but it's like time runs differently for you or something like. Well, the game is so short, like really short game. Yeah. Uh, and there's less to kind of because in Resident Evil 2, if you want to unlock something, you actually have to do particular challenges. That's right, yeah. But in Resident Evil 3, they have like you do a challenge, you get a certain amount of points, you spend that points on particular items. Right. right. And there was items in Resident Evil 3 that like could make you stronger or make you like recover health faster and all that sort of stuff. So it actually made the game somewhat easier. Oh, okay. I have those items. Uh, under is a gun in it called the Raiden, which was an electrically charged gun. If you just shoot enemies in their weak spot, they die instantly, which was enemies in Panama. That was That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, there was some ridiculous weapons in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Nemesis, or I suppose Demon Souls being on edge a lot in Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really think there's any other scary games to play this, this year. Well, you, Adam. Wondering whether or not, uh, yeah, wondering whether or not I was going to get the PS5. Oh, oh really... you, went, you went deep. He was like, "Oh, do you mean do you mean moment. do you mean scariest gaming moment or scariest moment with involving games?" That's what I'm <laughs> did. He decided to break down the question. Yeah, well, the question was scariest gaming, gaming moment. moment. Yes. Yeah, whether or not you're getting That's a PS5. A gaming moment. Whether or not I was going to actually end up getting it or not, um, because, uh. It was unclear. I ordered ordered through GameStop. It was very unclear as to whether or not even GameStop was getting stock. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. all, we we heard kind of other vendors had to pretty much cancel everyone's pre-orders because they you know, they weren't getting them. Uh, and then it was okay. GameStop are getting them, but am I part of that launch or am I am I in the like next year or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess so. That that would have been there. There was nothing. I mean, I, there, apart from that, there's nothing kind of scary. Or okay. maybe actually, maybe uh, maybe a scary moment could be whether or not I was going to get COVID standing in line for the launch of Doom Eternal. I was wondering whether to bring it up actually. <laughs> well, it, didn't it like we just went into lockdown like that day? Yeah. We hadn't gone into lockdown yet. I don't think there was on the talks of lockdown. Um, yeah. I don't think we'd gone officially into lockdown, but there was uh, it was a time for naming and shaming, I believe. 
Yeah, like I, 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 I remember going up to pick pick it up, and I, I thought it was going to be fairly similar to how we picked up the PlayStation that time. Yeah, you just you show up and you stand at the door and you say, "Here's my number," and you get the thing. And all of a sudden, here's a big fucking queue for Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Yeah, well, there was no. Uh, I, at did, that I point, totally no forgot Animal Crossing. Well, I just you know? totally forgot that Animal Crossing was launched in the same day. I know, but like, and I actually was, went. Oh, I actually went me. the day before because uh, they were they were giving out Doom Eternal. Uh, they were giving out Doom Eternal earlier. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So I went the day before, but it turns out GameStop ended up closing earlier than normal, just due That's to right. due to lockdown. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I ended up missing it. So then I decided, okay, I'll just I'll go down tomorrow morning then the, the following morning and here's a big ass queue for fucking and there was yeah people were not distancing they were no. no no so that was i guess that could well it wasn't really scary but it was just you know a little frustrating yeah well it wasn't even frustrating either it was just kind of you know i just it was it was unexpected really yeah 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 but i, I suppose at that point like, cause like uh, when I went down for the PS5, mm-hmm. I'm sure you all had the same experience. I, it was very well organized. You had yeah. a time, an yep. allocated time. Yeah, yep. you go. Oh, I I didn't. Being more used oh, to it. Ask? No, mine was because uh, I asked them what time I was supposed to be there. I was oh, I was coming down oh, at any time. Oh, do you know why? Because lockdown I was lockdown lift. Because the lockdown had lifted. They were open ah. at that point. They weren't actually. Yeah. They, were, they were trying to give it to us while in lockdown. Yeah. Um, but they handled it really well. I thought. Pretty much everyone around me was going in for Cyberpunk 2077. I was like, I won't tell them. I'll let them just experience the fact that <laughs> I the mean, game I'm is- sure everyone who's getting it is aware of the news that's coming around it as well. And um, it was, the question, so. You'd be surprised the, how little people know about it. But the question now is um, how many places are... Because, you know, obviously some crowds are doing refunds, but I don't know if everyone is. Uh, play, well, Sony has taken it off the PlayStation Store. They have. Sony have taken it off the PlayStation Store, yeah. Uh, sorry, CD Projekt Xbox came... are about Xbox are about to do that as well. The yeah. reason Sony have taken it off the PlayStation Store is because there is, you know, there's many ways you could take that. But the reason they're doing it is they cannot, because they only offer refunds on games if you haven't played it, the digital ones. Yeah. If you right. played even a minute of a game, you cannot is get a true? refund. That is true. Right. Really. Yeah. Because I thought you could get a refund within a couple of hours. I I don't believe so. And so, they the only way they could actually refund this property is if you can't kind of get it again. So they've just stopped selling it. And they're just going to put it back on when the full game is finished. You know what I mean? I thought the take was that they were they were more likely to get more refunds for this particular game than any other game ever and that the process of of like the the resource of putting people through like um taking people to to you know get the refunds in place would take up so much manpower and hours on an unnecessary scale that it's easier to just not sell the thing i would say that's and I, reason, you know yeah. I would say there's probably many reasons to take yeah. it off altogether, mm. but it's just it is kind of interesting because that didn't happen with Avengers, which was also 
And Avengers is not a broken game, though. Avengers is just not a good game. But like I had, it, but I mean, Avengers had glitches and crashes galore. No, 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 not really. Captain America's face. Did you ever see that? Yeah, but it's. It, I it's think that was. Eyes are sticking out like a fucking one of those uh, Pikachu's. Yeah, but it's not. Squeeze. It's not every. Yeah, but like I mean, that's like that's like Assassin's Creed. You know, yeah, yeah, those type of glitches are yeah. No, I think with far uh, between, like they, it's they're they're not as common. Cyberpunk is a genuinely a broken game. It's not. Yeah, because I think I've seen I, someone. Uh, they went like what it just started on YouTube like what it's like to play Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and it was just the opening. So the guy was on the train doing his narration. Everything looks fine. He's coming out of a tunnel, and then when he comes out of the city. The city is not there. There's no landscape. There's just a few like little like beams and st- like the makings of structures of buildings, like the top of towers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just starts like freely like going like jittery, slow, and then the name comes up, and then it just I crashes. Saw that. Yeah. Just crashes like that's it. Fucking oh, hell. That's. But then I've seen other people play it, and it's running fine. Not that I want. Okay, not that I want to go on about this because I suppose we're doing 2020 highlights. But isn't it like? I mean, it's a pretty they, big highlight at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they certif that game went certified gold, ages ago. Yeah. So what the fuck happened there? Like they straight up fucking lied. Well, the devs are the devs at CD Projekt Red are furious. With I know management. that I've seen that. Yeah, they're they've written letters of complaints to their bosses. Yeah. They're like, so if this game wasn't upper, finished, why head. did you release it? Yeah. It's like fucking hell. I've never seen anything like it. Neither have I actually. Um, I think the closest thing I can kind of remember is possibly Arkham Knight on PC. That oh was, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. broken as hell, but oh, yeah. it didn't take long for them to patch it for the PC, and that wasn't as That's big right. of a player base. And it was base only the, the PC. Yeah. Yeah. This is the opposite. It's fine on PC. There are a few glitches, but yeah. it can. It's playable on PC. It's a PC game unplayable on console like completely because I've seen people like even that sections are working fine in terms of like it's loading and stuff but the resolution looks like a potato and the or frame Hagrid rate from the Harry Potter PS1 game yeah <laughs> and the frame rate is like 14 frames so yeah. apart from that just being an unenjoyable experience when they try to input on the controller that's not translating in time. So it's like as if there's like a huge lag between player input and player. So there was a guy trying to drive down an alleyway and he accidentally ran over a lot of people, which caused um, like kind of a huge riot and then the police to come along and he was in a serious <laughs> firefight that he could not win because he couldn't control the thing. And then he died. And he got frustrated and left the game. <laughs> you know, well, so. We're all looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> they'll fix it eventually i'm sure oh absolutely like i think i think uh, in a year's time it'll be i mean they're releasing I, yeah. a ps5 one next year and that but i i, I do fixed. i genuinely do think it's going to be like a march march april release by the time there's actually a fix for it though yeah I oh yeah, yeah i mean well out. like they're gone into the holidays now like they can't be expected to fucking work now like no, you can't. know, and and then so there has to be, and then when they come back, they're gonna have to look at all the things that aren't working and. You know, then, it's yeah. not just a couple there, of things, is it? There was one, yeah. One lad in work was saying is like they he, they should have just postponed it. I was like they couldn't postpone it. They were getting dead threats. Yeah, yeah but, and they already postponed it too, twice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, and but, it was taking years as well. 
Yeah, but like, this yeah, is, like they, this they, is probably worse than if they had <laughs> if they had just postponed it again. Well, it could be because they one. could always have put it down to, right? Regardless COVID. of what was actually going on in there, they could always have put it down to COVID. It's out of our hands. We're very sorry. COVID I has think, been uh, yeah. us finishing the game. I think the reason though that they they got like. Because uh, there's many studios, obviously, that had to postpone their game, especially this year. Of course. Well, I think the reason like people were not as patient with CD Project Red is because the game was announced in 2012. Yeah. 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 I didn't even like, realize it. How? Like, like I remember seeing the trailer for it, going, "Wow, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this as a concept. This this seems like it could be a cool game." Yeah. Well, it's like this. That game took so like unnecessarily long to make to be able to s- experience those types of game breaking bugs. Like they should not be in it. They should have been cleared ages ago. Like what but were that's what, I'm what saying. were they doing? They certified it gold in November. How? I feel like this game should have been finished three years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I what I mean. Like I it shouldn't it shouldn't have taken that long. Like Kojima managed to get a studio up and running and a game out in three years. Yeah. 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 I don't know. They're waiting for Keanu Reeves to get on board. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But everything they demonstrated, everything they showed off was always PC footage. They never showed console. So they shouldn't have released it on console, realistically. It should be just a PC game. Yeah. Well, speaking of other scary moments, (laughs) other than Cyberpunk and waiting in line to get Doom, um, Resi 2 was obviously a big one for me earlier in the year. But... I gotta say, I think the scariest gaming moment for me this year was uh, the lower floor in the hospital in The Last of Us Part. Oh two. yeah, yeah, that was fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. that, that was, was that was fucking, fucking terrifying. That was I was, thinking, I was that like, was worse I didn't play like, any scary the, games. Like it's yeah. like not only like even the lead up to it, just they they built up that hospital floor, and I was like. I'm already dreading going down there. I don't want to go down there for anything. Yeah. I'm fine. I, it's okay. I don't need to do it. And then you go down there and you're like, it's all like there was already, there was clickers down there and stuff, but it was already dark and scared. There's blood everywhere. And you're like, oh, fuck me. But then just seeing that big fucking mountain of fungus and, the, and I was like, yeah. do I have to go through there? I'm not going through there. It's like, oh, thank God. I don't got to go through there. And then I saw the other door, which I believe I screenshotted and shared at one point. <laughs> and I went, nope. No, 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 no. It's bedtime. Yeah, I completely forgot it's about that bedtime. game, actually. <laughs> There's a couple of that, moments. That, like, even, that was actually even the hotel. The hotel. The hotel, the hotel, hotel yeah. Descending the hotel was fucking... Re- like, that second you, t- you get the mask, you go, oh, okay, thank God it's over. And you turn around and the stalker goes by and you go, oh, it's all on me, big on. <laughs> yeah. And even the... Con- isn't it the convention center with the stalkers? Yeah, fucking hell. They were Jeez. so good, though. Like, I enjoyed it as yeah. well. But I was like, yeah, this, is, this is really scary. I'm like really stressed. <laughs> I did try to fight that thing, but actually, as soon as you beat the 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 Rat King, um, and the fucking stalker breaks off it, yeah, yeah, and like it jump scares you in the vent and everything, like oh fuck me, I I, I screamed out loud and it was like <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. Uh, it scared the shit out. <laughs> so that, I'm gonna say that those moments of yeah, the Last of Us were my scariest gaming moments this year. I have to say, even on replay, uh, the racking not so much, but the the more kind of uh, unpredictable sections, such as the hotel and the convention center, uh, they're still kind of on. You're still on edge replaying it. 
you know? Yeah. They, they, did a good, they did a good job with the fucking horror in that game. <laughs> yeah. No, they really did. I thought they amped it up really well. Yeah. Um, who is your favorite video game character this year? Either playable or non-playable. Hmm. 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 I think it was good. There was a good load of... A lot of good characters this year. Yeah. You mean yeah. like uh like new fresh to the scene or or no 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 it doesn't even have to be new or fresh or to the scene. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even I have to be my I question. I don't, I don't, <laughs> does that you, you know say whatever you want to say. Go talk about cyberpunk for another twenty minutes if you want. <laughs> Adam's like Gandalf or something. Yo, Bilbo goes good mornings. What do you mean good morning? Do you mean this you is mean a good morning? morning or morning to be good on? <laughs> Or, did I should or do you think I should be fine on this good morning? <laughs> <laughs> or do you mean this is a more this is a good morning whether I want it to be or not? As <laughs> so you're like every question you got to break that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like what's your favorite moment this year? Now when it's you say because, moment, do you mean like there's just so many? You know, I thought I I really liked oh, what they did I with mean, Doomslayer. I really liked what they did with uh, Tifa. Uh, I really like what they did with. I yeah I'm yeah I'm gonna go with pretty much all the characters from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, they're good. They were all just so good. Jin Jin is a great character. Yeah, yeah. Great addition to the Sony um. Uh, Sony world. Family. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I only experienced Horizon Zero Dawn this year. Did you? I oh yeah, so. you only played it. This, yeah, because it was I after played we the whole thing this year, so... and stuff, and you went, okay, now I want to play it. Yeah, and then I cried at the end. Uh, <laughs> What's new? So, What's so, new? So, so Aloy would be up there with me as well. Um, as absolutely this year. Yeah. nominal character. Yeah, for me this year, uh, all the characters from the Seven, Jin and Taka, and all the characters from Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All of them. <laughs> all of this. Like, every my favorite is all, all of them. them. <laughs> my favorite is gaming. I'm going to throw out a... I'll try out a few. Uh, okay. Cloud, Cloud and Tifa in particular from 7 Remake. Mm-hmm. Um, Lev from The Last of Us Part 2. Mm, very good. Sensei Ishikawa from Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, Fucking good. love him. Like, I love Jin as well, don't get me wrong. But I just... I, I, in some ways, Jin was a little bit of a blank slate, which is good because I was the player. Like, I was like the player character. Like, he did have a great arc. But I just loved spending time with some of those other characters in Ghost of Tsushima. I think so, and even Yuna. I think uh, you know, the more you get to know her, she's a very interesting character. Mm. But Sensei Shikawa, just the stuff that he'd come out with, like, and even like you know, you do a mission together or something, and you like question him, and he was like, "Jin, you're a good man, but don't you ever question me again." Yeah, <laughs> Shit like true. that. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like that's good. that's like a movie moment. Like there's a bit of tension between the two of us, which is great, because he's an archer, and bows have tension, and it's just, it's thematic, you know, <laughs> you know, like, Cloud has a buster sword, that's thematic, because, you know, listen here, buster, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with, uh, uh, Astro Bob, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, man, because, like, after playing that, I'm just like, <laughs> I want, I want another fucking series of this guy, you know, like, I, I think, Sony could seriously do, I think I said it before, like a Lego style platformer using Astrobot, where you go around and you would find all the different references to different games, and those would be unlockable kind of outfits that you could wear for your Astrobot. Yeah, like a bandana and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's such a good platformer. I really wanted more of it. 
Yeah, I do. I think they will do more of it. I think Astrobot is going to continue on as a character, to be honest. Kind of be their, their their PlayStation icon. Eventually, I think so. There's just such a like it's so Mario, and yeah. in in a way that doesn't feel like a blatant ripoff. There's an, enough originality in there, and uh, let's say. Right there There's a great game in moment. What? Sephiroth Pin and Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck a yeah. Moment. What a cool fucking image. That yeah, was, yeah. Oh, so yeah, good. That was amazing. Actually, <laughs> on that one, um, what was your favorite gaming announcement this year? Whether it was something that came this year or something that's going to come. Uh, fill the dead silence with some thinking sound. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Put in the countdown music. <laughs> okay, so my answer is. Kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have another vowel, please. The constant. Oh, we should do the Brothers Take Play countdown. <laughs> we should. Great. <laughs> Not all about video games, you know, lads. I mean, I mean, Countdown is a game. And favorite What's gaming... What's your favorite and... game show? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, when we have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> we just do that. That'd be fucking... Like, how could we spend an hour and a half dragging this out? That's <laughs> 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 fucking great. <laughs> Okay, what was the question? <laughs> was the, yeah, hold on. Yeah, can you repeat the question? Okay, can I have that? Who wants to be a millionaire music, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Chris Tarrant here. Uh, <laughs> who was, uh, what was your favorite gaming announcement? And yes, you can phone a friend. Uh, probably for me, just going from the Game Awards, um, probably Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Of the yeah. Oh, uh, that and I know nothing about it, and it looks way too good to be true. And it's probably going to be broken as fuck, and probably not what they showed originally. But Crimson Desert looked class. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. for yeah. something I have no idea anything about and didn't know that was being like released or anything, Crimson Desert looked looked really good. Oh yeah, God of War Ragnarok is another one. All of them, Chris. All of the announcements. All right. <laughs> That's what I say. Twenty twenty was a good year for gaming. It's a bad year for everything else. Because <laughs> they even have Horizon Zero Dawn 2. The Rise of the Robots, or whatever it's called. That's going to be cool. The Dark of the Dark Moon Rises. Yeah. <laughs> rise of the Horizon Zero Dawn, War Dawn Planet. <laughs> of the machines. What a rid- like, those are great movies, but what a ridiculous title for movies like Rise mm. of the Planet. of the-, the planet itself is not rising. That is not what the <laughs> film is about. Why wouldn't you just, like, as a precursor to Planet of the Apes, call it Rise I, of the Apes? Oh, and then yeah. John, which you is the same thing as... Weird. <laughs> Rise of... If we don't call... If we don't put Planet of the Apes in there, no one will know what this franchise is. It's like, they will. They'll watch it, and they'll hear phrases like, get your stinking paws off me, you damn it's dirty honestly ape. Honestly, should have been called... Like, because they, they always have to have <laughs> the Planet of the Apes, don't they? Because of the original films. Yeah. The way it's called, they should have called Genesis of the Planet of the Apes then, because Genesis like that makes more sense, I think. It, it Rise being of the Apes, Dawn of the Apes, War of the Apes, that would have been a great 
Now it has to have the Planet of the Apes in it there doesn't, because of the original it movies. That's ridiculous. It, does. it doesn't. It really yeah. does. Also, also the, the second one should be War of the Apes because the apes go to war, really. And that one, they don't really go to war in the third one. No, but it's the war of it's the war of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, so therefore that one makes more sense. What you're saying? No, it doesn't. War, yes, war no, no, it's war. Hello. No, it's, it's war for the Planet of the Apes, not yeah, war yeah, of yeah. the Planet. Of the Apes. Yeah, war for yeah. the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Awesome, man. What are you talking about? So anyway, my favorite announcement was probably <laughs> Black Myth. Which was one? What? Remember the one about the the? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, monkey, the King. monkey King. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. yeah. That looks yeah, that, that looks crazy. That looks crazy. Yeah, super. I thought that one looked pretty cool. Definitely yeah. keep an eye out on that one. Yeah. The Crimson the Desert, though. The Crimson, Crimson Desert did look yeah. fantastic. The, the Monkey King was always kind of like this, this silly, goofy, crappy character. And that looks like they're going to make him badass. Yeah. No, yeah. It, looks, it looked fucking awesome. Yeah, it um, looks like their take on God of War kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, the, the PS5 reveal was an awesome announcement earlier this year. And I remember when that happened, I was like, wow. You know, like they, they, it's just the way they presented it. It was wow, fucking wow. cool. Wow, 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 wow. Um, God of War. Sequel, just goosebumps. The second. <laughs> just, I love the way just, that's, that's the only time I know. that caught you was that Omega symbol as the kind of, well, not Omega, Ouroboros. but the Ouroboros symbol. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, because I picked up then my one. I went, it's on the oh, cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is. That's clever. <laughs> that, that, that was in the that's, 2018 an announcement as well. That's fucking. That's fucking clever. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just the logo and the speaking and the music, and it was like, yep, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> that, that black one. screen is uh, the best black screen uh, I've ever seen. And again, uh, for me, Gotham, Gotham Knights excited me. I'm excited about it. Okay, okay. But I don't have high hopes for it. But I am. I'm excited, excited for your excitement. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Thanks, bro. But I don't care for the game. So then, uh, uh, other than gaming, then, I'm curious to see, do we have any... Because I feel like gaming um, was strong this year, yeah. despite despite yeah. COVID. And, you mm -hmm. know, lots of studios did a lot of amazing things to overcome. You know, like, they even had to delay at points or something. Like, even, like, Square Enix shipped 7 Remake early to ensure mm. people got it. That kind of thing. You know, like, they worked around the problems of COVID. Some other industries, unfortunately, suffered as just the COVID and weren't able to work around that because they weren't delivering something for you to take home. They were delivering something that you usually like. So cinema, for example, music concerts, that kind of thing. Like they actually there was no working around that. You know, concerts were able to do some streaming stuff and that kind of thing. But there wasn't lots and lots of different ways to work around it. But were there any other 20 highlights for you guys in terms of movies, TV shows, music? Hmm. More thinking sounds. Hmm. Dim, 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 dim. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I quite liked um the announcement, like the DC World thing, the DC fandom. That's cool. I, I really liked that, but yeah. I, I, I'm also kind of fearful of the, cool. the prospects of everything. Like the, like I was really excited for like the, I liked the, the, the. the Justice League trailer, I thought it was really, really well done, really well mm. put together. I've watched it yeah. multiple times. Just yeah, like, same. I think it's a really good trailer. Yeah. But I'm fearful of what that means for the kind of, not just for that film, but the future of cinema. Future of, yeah, because the being just done on HBO Max and stuff, and 
Did you guys see? Sorry, did you see Christopher Nolan's tweet? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Some serious, a while back. On, oh my god. What was the tweet? I didn't. Don't think it's. Oh, oh, oh well, Christopher Nolan did the biggest mic drop in fucking like behind the scenes cinema history, I'd say. <laughs> so, you know, you know the way. Obviously, Warner Brothers announced that I'll all their movies slated for next year are going on HBO Max. In America, in countries that can't oh, yeah, like, open, they're going yeah. To cinema as well. Yeah. But they're going to be dropped on HBO Max. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So Nolan the next day put out a tweet. Adam, you, you're getting up the tweet, are you? Just because yeah, I only see if I can find it, so I can read it out. Yeah, just so uh, it's not just the gist of it; it's his exact words. But, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, because he was adamant on I releasing like, Tenet. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Christopher Nolan obviously makes all of his movies with Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> now, see, the thing that is getting me worried because I watched the. Just oh, here we go. Here okay. we go. Some of our industry's biggest filmmakers. And most important movie stars went to bed the night before, thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio, and woke up to find out that they were working for the worst streaming service. <laughs> I wonder did he get any phone calls? But then, they, so then people then commented, you, huh? you know, like there was people who commented on you know like the john campia show and stuff like john campia was talking about how he was like look at i'm sure that warner brothers got in contact with all of the directors and all before they made this announcement turns out no they didn't and many of them found out the same way we all found out and your man uh dennis uh what's his surname i can't pronounce it the guy who I directed dune, dune yeah right yeah is now trying to sue warner brothers because he does not agree with this decision at all. And he said, you have effectively killed the Dune franchise. Because I don't think I would make another one. What's oh, interesting is that hell. there's way more people <laughs> um, in disagreement with them than there is in supporting them. That's bullshit. There's Why? more people saying that, you know, Nolan's a bit kind of uppity about the whole thing and he just needs to move on kind of thing and it's like I they don't know that's know. not no true. it's definitely not true like he, so he that, has a fucking he has an absolute point like yeah if, if you, you know, believe that then you should just axe concerts but there's been like the, the the people that are in disagreement have access to hbo max right and that's america we don't have that no. Yeah, we don't have. So it. when he says worse streaming service, it doesn't necessarily mean worse in the amount of content, worse in the way it is distributed, worse the amount of like, like the quality of the stream or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It has no global access, zero global access. It's U.S. only, maybe U.K. I don't know. Yeah. But it's not worldwide. No, Netflix these, is worldwide. These, Amazon these, Prime's worldwide. <laughs> are coming to the cinema as well, right? Yeah. But I suppose their point is, if you are in America. And you have the choice. You might just watch on the HBO Max. As a result, eventually, you could yeah, kill nice. the theaters in America, which yes. is a huge part of Hollywood. Because so. <laughs> Disney is going to probably start just releasing everything on Disney Plus because that way they then get 100% of the profits. Because I also saw that some cinemas are talking about cutting the price of cinema tickets for Warner Brothers movies in half. To say, right, fuck you so. We're keeping it all. 
and Warner Brothers won't get money for the cinema tickets. How can they do that, though? They I don't know that. I just saw the... Like, I don't know how they would get away with it, but I saw that they want to do something to show that they don't like this decision at all at all. And it's probably unless, only the American Unless cinema the cinema subscribes <laughs> to HBO, HBO Max, Max and just, and just plays that? it onto a fucking projector. <laughs> that would be the only way they yeah, could yeah. get away with that. And maybe they that, would. I don't know. But can they do that? Can they charge you to come watch a stream? Why not? I don't know. It's like uh, if, yeah, they, if they if they reduce the cost of the ticket and are only charging you to to basically use the venue. Yeah. Like why not? Right. I don't know. Eric, any anything against that? that? Uh, I I would imagine Warner Brothers could kind of go. Hold on a second. You can't do that. You're making a profit off our film. You can't uh, have your cake and also have my cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless they did it out of like a charity thing, then Warner Brothers probably can't do that because now they look now they look like even bigger dickheads because they're trying to sue cinemas for wanting to do a charitable thing. I think so it's been an awful year for Warner Brothers. I think they've looked like arseholes left, right, and center this year. Yeah, on loads of things. The well, Johnny Depp thing. There's been loads. No, but like, there's just been loads of shit that's happened this year in particular. Where even like you have, yeah, someone like Nolan, who's one of Warner Brothers, you know, trusted partners. I would have thought is criticizing now the studio that he always works with. Yeah, it's not good. And he, it's not and a good yeah, thing. And he referred to it as the one of the greatest companies. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. They have made fantastic movies, and they had a great yeah. slate of movies for this year. They have a great slate of movies for next year. It would be a terrible shame if uh, the future of this is that cinemas will be gone. You know, we no one want. I don't want that. I don't know if anyone no. wants that really. Even if they do go, oh no, sure, I like streaming at home. I think There's it has always been inevitable. I've always kind of, though. I've always thought it would happen. It's just weird to see it happen so soon. But I've always thought that cinema would go the way of theater. Just become a very niche thing. Yeah, like it exists. Like yeah, theater yeah. exists. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's yeah. not a theater in every town, you know, that doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. yeah. And I think cinemas could be that. There could it be might, like might you have that. to literally travel to go see like an event in the cinema, essentially, and yeah. that it would be a very artsy movie. You're not mm. going to get the next Marvel film in cinema. It's no. going to be all That's at scary, home. man. I don't at like home that. on your uh, listening to your. See, yeah, another thing that's annoying me now, because at the moment, because things are still being released in cinema, like Dune and stuff like that, and the Batman and everything, I'm pretty happy. Is Zack Snyder's Justice League only going to be HBO Max? Yeah, yeah, for the moment. Yeah. But he did say that he's he wants to do a DVD release, though. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's fine. how okay. we would get it. I we don't know if I would go it. see Justice League in a cinema, personally, anyway, because right. it's a four-part series. Actually, I just saw an article yesterday... Uh, at the time of recording, that's different. But anyway, uh, and it said that it may now be a four-hour movie instead of a miniseries. They don't know what they're doing. No, <laughs> they anyway, clue. this is supposed to be 2020 fucking highlights, lads. <laughs> it's just, I, this is a highlight of 2020. Studios. But uh, no, are there any movies, TV shows, or music that were highlights for you guys? before Music-wise, yes. Yeah. Good, good music this year, I think. Yeah, um, Final Fantasy VII remake soundtrack. That was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> that was soundtrack. Good. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, 
I can only speak for the metal scene. Um, that was pretty good shit this year for metal. Yeah. Um, but I don't know about movie wise. I don't. I can't really recall a film that I saw this year that I thought was great. No, it's like it's by default. It's like the best new movie I saw this year was probably Tenet, but it's the only new movie I saw this year. You know, yeah. I've yet to see Wonder Woman, which I'm looking forward to seeing because I just want to see a big movie on this on a, on a cinema screen, to be honest. Um, but I've yet to comment whether that's good or not. I don't know. But yeah, mm. uh, yeah. So movie, I would say movies and TV shows for me, not so good this year. No, but it's not their fault really. It's that's no, no. I mean, like, yeah, because we're, we're talking about there was going to be like I was looking so forward to fucking James Bond and like there was going yeah. to be some great movies this year. It's just unfortunate yeah. what happened. Plus, like, if we're talking about music, video games, or soundtracks. Whatever. What was the question? Movies, TV shows, and, and music yeah, announcements. Yeah. Uh, the Batman announcement. Well, the Batman I didn't trailer. See, I didn't see it, but like the announcement of that, like what did come out this year? Was the Batman trailer, trailer is one of the yeah. best things. That, that in terms of anything movie related, that's the best thing I've seen this year. That was yeah, fucking. Definitely, crap. yeah. I've rewatched yeah. that so many. Then, I'm wearing the Batman T-shirt underneath this jumper at the moment. <laughs> it was amazing. And then I've seen scenes from the Mandalorian season two. Oh yeah, that's people, supposed to be great. Which, about that with great honestly, honestly, season two looks because I only watched the first episode of season one. I thought this episode looks a bit boring and looks like it can't really go anywhere. Season two looks class, but it also only really looks as a negative twist. Like it looks amazing, uh, like all the effects and everything that they've done. The fact that they've like holographically made all their sets as well. Yeah, that's and incredible. Some, some some of the acting in it. Uh, Bill Burr, do you know Bill Burr, the American yeah. comedian? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it, and he's uh, I've seen one scene with him, and it's a fantastic. He doesn't say anything, but his facial expression is amazing. It's so good. <laughs> um, but it season two also looks like it's only good because of fan service. If you uh, know what I mean, so maybe, that, yeah, maybe. Like uh, as as in it kind it's of. It's unfortunately that, that been very spoiled on up. me. Yes, it hasn't been spoiled on me. Okay, well, watch I know it. if you're interested o- in watching it, watch it before it does because it's getting spoiled left, right, and center all over social media. I uh, I know of one thing of it, but I wouldn't consider it a spoiler as such because I think it's just so fucking obvious. But um, yeah, the, I just heard that it ties greater into Star Wars more so than the first season. I I think I I can't remember how many episodes are in season one. I think I only watched maybe half of it, and I I just I didn't see the appeal of the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, now I'm thinking maybe I will continue because yeah, I, I've that heard second season sounds season like it's good. Too, so. Yeah. yeah. It I'd looks like uh, watching wise visual visual effects does look actually better. Yeah. And it looks like they delve a little bit more into the uh, the Star Wars lore and stuff like that of different people. Yeah. Stuff which seems interesting. So no, not really any movie or TV highlights for me um, apart from that Batman trailer and some of the other trailers of the announces uh, there's stuff next year that i'm looking forward to that i hope happens um and the following year mm-hmm. uh, music was pretty good music yeah. was pretty good this year not great i usually like i always have a playlist that i make every year of the stuff that comes out that year that i'm really gravitating towards mm-hmm. my playlist this year was much smaller than the last couple of years but there was some really good stuff in that you know the trivium album was one that i really really enjoyed the new Bring Me the Horizon record is something that I really, really enjoyed. Mick Gordon did a producing on that, so if you're into a game sound, I think give it a go. There's a tr- the first track on it is reference to Resident Evil. 
nearly every track on it is a reference to some video game at some point mm. and the, it's called survival horror so it's based around the ps1 era survival horror games <laughs> but uh it's fucking good crack I can't wait to open up the the behind you there hyper theory collector's edition That's you haven't currently... opened it no, uh, Pagan was... It's actually Pagan's, not mine. Oh, okay, uh, she ordered okay. it. She wrapped it for herself under the tree. Ah, taking a page out of my book. That's a good idea. No, it's amazing. It is actually amazing. Uh, and that's another yeah. highlight this year was the Lincoln Park Hyperterry 20th Anniversary Edition. It's 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 so good. If you're, you know, if you've been a Lincoln Park fan, that's, that's incredible. The fucking yeah. shit that's in it is amazing. And it's so well presented to you as well. Like, it's just so cool. But I think we're definitely we're coming, we're coming to the end of this episode, and therefore, the end of the another end of the year. year. End of the yeah. year. Yeah. Um, oh, do you know what I'd like to just before we finish up, one more 2020 highlight. Yes. Uh, what was your favorite? <laughs> no, but honestly, what was your favorite podcast episode that we did this year? Maybe not the whole episode, but it was there a topic that we covered this year? Where you're like, I really liked doing that one. Uh. Hmm. There's there's so uh, I I kind of forget some of the stuff that we end up covering sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of they mesh they together kind of, in a way. Become one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when I, it comes I, to, I, I've always kind of enjoyed every episode. I I've never really. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. Fee- feedback wise, uh, and like I did enjoy them. Uh, the the one with the with the fifty questions or the gaming questions. So oh yeah, yeah. Good, good feedback, and that that was a good, interesting one. The yeah. the hours one, I got feedback about the the one about the mid hours when the games, yeah. which was yeah, yeah, that one was good. That yeah, one was hilarious, good. hilarious yeah, yeah. to talk about. Uh, they're all. I mean, Final Fantasy Ten, just because I got that one quote in there was awesome. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one description was like, I feel like I feel like I've done English now. Like, Is that the one where you were like a beautiful world juxtaposed by yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, it was Spot on. I actually, I, I really enjoyed the fifty questions one as well. I, it's not one that um, many people I know I think have responded to very well, but I really enjoyed the layout of that because none of us really knew what the other person was going to say on it. It wasn't something like, like I enjoy like where we talk about the Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima and all, but we kind of talk about that outside of the podcast as well. And yeah. so in a way, you kind of know what's going to come up or how people already feel about it. Whereas those ones are like the one, yeah, where we're, when we found out how much fucking time you've spent playing games. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, and yeah, I also you, really enjoyed... Noob. I really enjoyed Seven Remake when we got to talk about some of the theories. I enjoyed that. You see, I'm not a theory person. So I, I, love, kinda... I love speculation. Yeah, I, I love theorizing. Yeah. It was kind of fun having the guests on, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. time we've done that. It wasn't a Brian, Danny, and, and Michael. And Howland. Yeah. So thank you, all you guys who came on this year and who have listened. Yeah. And also, I think it would be great to not only get these guys on again in, in the new year at some point, yeah. but if we can get a few more people too. Uh, there's a few that I have in mind. There's a few guys that I've talked to that I think would be really interested in coming on. Um, it's just it's about finding the right topic too, where it's like this is like the, the, the definite topic and time for them. Topic and time. But we should definitely do that. But listen, if you have listened to us this year, thank you so much for showing us support in our first year uh, of doing this. Uh, we've learned a lot and we're still learning uh, as we go along on better ways of, of doing this. Um, we are going to take a very small, short hiatus um, for the holidays and then come back to this in the new year. 
it won't feel like a long like at the time we're, we record in advance it won't really feel like a long time i think for the listener when mm. we come back like it will still be in january but and uh, just to make you aware there might be you know two weeks say without an episode or without something from us but there'll probably still be a post put up uh, on facebook or on social media so keep an eye on the social media but thank you so much for listening this year um if you've enjoyed us and you're watching us on youtube please give this a thumbs up hit subscribe and jump into the comment section you can let us know if you've been following us along what your favorite podcast episode was any topics you'd like us to cover in the new year and and anything that we talked about in this episode if there's something that you'd like to add to in terms of your own 2020 highlights and if you're listening to us on audio platforms same deal you can get in touch on social media facebook instagram and twitter at the brothers take let us know your 2020 highlights we'd like to wish everyone a much better new year <laughs> than 2020 and we'll see you all in january 21 thank you everyone and take care bye 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 bye